Welcome to the Baron Duke Podcast. I'm the Baron. Here's the Duke. How you doing? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm doing. Let's talk about money today. Money, money. I love we, uh, money. I love and I like, hate money. Yeah, I love and I hate money. I <laughs> mostly hate it, though. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate that I need it. Yeah. yeah. Money is a big old trap, and that's what we're going to talk about today. It sure is. It's a trap for individuals, and it's a trap for societies, too. Agreed. Yeah. The good book says the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. All and, evil. Well, it's all just, evil. Depending on translation. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, whatever. It's, it's no bueno. So, how is money a trap? So, I don't know if you know this, Duke, but... I probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't sell yourself short, man. You're smarter than you think. Uh, I'm not as think as you dumb I am. <laughs> our our system is designed purposefully designed so that there's always more debt than there is money to pay it off well otherwise how would you have debt slaves All right well okay so let me explain because not everybody's as smart as you duke oh so. god i hope not <laughs> <laughs> money is debt when you deposit your money at a bank you're actually loaning that money to the bank right and then that bank takes that money and it creates more and more loans out of it and each one of those loans creates more money and then those loans get turned into more loans that creates more money so it's like a cascading effect all of the money in our economy is debt right well i mean that and the fact every time they submit a bill to the fed they print a thousand more dollars and then they put it in a high interest savings account and charge interest yeah, but on even nothing. even like the cash yeah. is that because the treasury has to uh, borrow that from the Federal Reserve. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's all debt. Debt-based system. Yep. And all that debt carries interest. Right. So because all the money is debt, but the interest isn't like now money, it's later money, that means that there's always more debt than there is money to pay it off because you have to pay off the debt with interest right 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 and it needs to remain that way for our currency to remain valuable in the current system that we have yes well no it's just that's because it is designed this way because we live in a usury society where uh we're run by bankers and this is how they just steal a portion of our wealth so constantly every time you run your debit card pay cash local when you can it's called rent seeking right they they don't provide value but they take money for no value or for very little value okay and as our economy becomes more and more financialized and what i mean by that is everything becomes a bank everything becomes a financial transaction then Everything becomes rent-seeking. Everything becomes, I take money for providing as little value in return as I possibly can. Like, pay me and I'll remove the annoying ads that interrupt what you're trying to do yeah. every several seconds. Yep, yep, YouTube. Um, God bless YouTube, but uh, all YouTube premium is <laughs> we're going to blackmail you with ads until you buy our service. Pretty much. That's a YouTube premium, Spotify, Pandora. Yeah, we've Hulu. already talked about like the cars that uh, 
Oh my god! Come installed with seat warmers or whatever, but you can't use them until you pay until the you pay for the ransom. Freaking membership yeah. to use the thing that you already have. And then you notice how nobody makes anything anymore in this country. Elaborate. Uh, th- that's not entirely true, but by and large, companies in this country don't make money by producing goods. They make money either by selling goods that come from somewhere else, right? Or by some kind of financial instrument. Such as? Or, or by renting things, renting right. assets. So Amazon. Uh-huh. Amazon doesn't make hardly any money off of their delivery service. They make almost all their money off of their web services, which is renting server space. Well, they also charge companies to rent space in their warehouses as well. Yes, that too. You have a bunch of companies buying up all the real estate in this company and then renting it out. You have, oh man, that you have com- you have car companies that don't make any money actually building the car. Right, they make the money off of the financing. Right, no, that's true. That's I mean, actually, most phone carriers. Interesting fact: when you get locked into a contract or whatever your phone mm-hmm. uh, payments, whether you're financing or whatever. Most phone companies actually don't make money off of you. I want to say until you've had their service for at least two years, which is why the original contracts were a two-year contract. Yeah, they don't actually make a profit on you until you've, oh, excuse me, until you've been with them for twenty-four months. Now that that's based off of information I had when I worked in the phone company industry about thirteen years ago. I don't know if it's remained the same. Because a lot of phone companies have gotten away from the contract thing and gone into the phone uh, thing or the the phone financing thing. But, yeah, what you're saying makes a lot of sense where <clears throat> a lot of companies don't actually offer a solid product and make profit off of that product. They rent seek. Yeah, and they, they rent seek. It's they're it's looking for a residual income Even off of media something. media companies like Disney and Netflix, they they make the content and then you rent it out. Right. So Every month. Yep. The, the, honestly, they streaming. They don't sell DVDs anymore. You never have a physical Dude, copy. It's streaming just, services yeah. were such a brilliant idea. Honestly, like I, I hate. I hate the fact that, you know, you need an internet connection to enjoy things nowadays. But like the fact that someone came up with that idea it's like let's not actually sell real things it's just like the digital Mm. games on xbox and stuff like that like why is a game on xbox the the marketplace the same cost as a physical copy that had to be made put in a case shipped and distributed and take shelf space why is that the same cost as something digital that i can download that didn't cost you anything other than the original well, production they're quote unquote selling the intellectual property or renting it out to you right actually. exactly so that we can go into the intellectual property discussion another time which is a fascinating discussion but it all ties back in basically the long and the short of it is they're trying to make money by providing as little value as possible so, and the reason for that is because, again, our money is debt. And so you need to have increasing amounts of money in the system in order to pay off that debt. And it, that leads to inflation. And inflation compresses margins to the point where producing things is no longer profitable. So you're milking, like, 
you're milking the economy dry to the point where everybody's just looking for that that hidden money that they can take or they're reaching further for that money and yeah we're that's how that's how you get a financialized economy like we have right now the money trap money trap and the money trap is a trap for individuals too like what is real wealth real wealth is not in owning money or owning gold or owning assets that just sit there doing nothing real wealth is in assets that produce things or that make your life and the lives of the people around you better right i there's this ancient king in i forget what period and i forget what region of the world who is said to be the richest man that has ever lived uh. because he owned like so and so amount of gold huh every person in this country today pretty much is more wealthy than that king was because we have washing machines we have refrigerators we have air conditioning we, we have cars we have airplanes like real wealth is not in the amount of stored stuff you have it's so that's what money is it's a storage of wealth but that like that's misleading because wealth is not hoarding things that don't do anything you know what i mean well that that's why uh that's why in old bible times a lot of wealthy people were considered the people with a lot of livestock right right because livestock provides something of real tangible um, usefulness right and it's something residual they keep having babies and as long as there's food for them to eat and a place for them to grow they will continue to provide for you same thing with any kind of skill as long as you maintain that skill and maintain the i mean you know in some skills you'll need assets to provide for that skill but overall having a skill is yeah i'd say that's real wealth being able to i feel like wealth is kind of exactly what you're saying you know livestock or having something that produces for you so what is true entrepreneurship true entrepreneurship is not finding a way to make a bunch of money true entrepreneurship is finding a way to improve the lives of both you and the people in your influence bubble Right. And at the same time, expanding that influence bubble to be able to reach out to more people and improve their lives. And in return, they provide value to you so that you can improve your own life in return or they can improve your life directly. So escaping the money trap sounds like sounds a lot like improving yourself, improving yourself and improving the people around you. But exactly. You improve yourself. You improve the people around you by proxy. Yeah true entrepreneurship is not hey how can i get a bunch of money true entrepreneurship is hey the people around me have a problem that i know how to solve right and by solving that problem i'll make their lives better right. and in return they will make my own life better it's it's the rising tide raises all boats or i probably butchered that that hey i i, I get the but, gist yeah i get the gist this is why people, when they work together, are better than the, like the sum of their parts, so to speak. So, setting up a local supply yeah. chain. When people like work together, the the 
what they can achieve is multiplicative is not additive so two people working together can accomplish more than both of them can separately oh ain't that the truth so so to escape the money trap Uh, to escape the money trap focus on real tangible benefit right that can be growing food or raising livestock that can be providing a valuable service to people heck if you're a barber that's a valuable service to people i'd say building up the knowledge to share with people you know how much labor i'm willing to give somebody if they'll teach me something you know especially something that can make me more self-sufficient you know i mean that's basically what an apprenticeship is you know you go into a trade for little to well very little money generally not no money but you go into a trade and you basically sacrifice your time and ability to learn a trade yeah which i think everyone should know a trade yeah and that that trade in turn lets you opens all kinds of doors oh yeah it lets you accumulate uh wealth on your own later on when once you've uh, mastered it to a certain degree exactly i was actually talking to an electrician the other day he's got his electrician's card and everything and uh he's like you know what it's a really good feeling that i could leave the job i'm at today and i could go to my next job without having to go home yeah it's a phone call away and being good at a trade being a master of a trade is like that you know, and again, people are willing to barter trade with you in a multitude of ways to just obtain your knowledge, to learn what you have to offer or for you to to assist them in your area of expertise. So I, I think that's a really good point to make where if you want to escape the money trap, make yourself more self-reliant and less reliant on money. You know, don't. Yeah, so money is is useful. I'm not saying that money it should be. We shouldn't have money and all that. But like, the the trap is when you start focusing on the money. So the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, not the money itself. If money is just a medium of exchange and a store of value, then that's fine. But if it becomes your obsession. Right. So we have all these quote unquote entrepreneurs now that are just trying to go out there and create some shit coins so that they can just, you know, fuck other people over. And in return, they they make a bunch of money or Or, sell or sell you a book on how to make a million dollars by selling a book. Right. (laughs) Just these online courses to teach you how to get rich quick or Oh my gosh. Or these MLM companies that don't sell you a don't sell a product. They sell you on the dream of how you're gonna become this fucking Well they do sell you a product. They make it a requirement if you want to work for the company that you have to buy a certain amount every month. And it's Chinese garbage most of the time. Oh dude. Oh man. It's it's trash. So all of these schemes and rent-seeking behaviors is chasing the money, not not the real value, which is in the 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 things that improve our lives. You know what? Uh, a thing that I uh, I hate that's come from the money trap culture is people have a different place in their brain for business, right? Well, okay. Like, let's say, 
you have someone, it's like you're an electrician, for instance, right? And you know someone that's struggling and they need some electrical work or electrical help. You have two options. There's the, what I think is the obvious option is if you care for this person or you feel compelled or convicted, you go and do a little charity work. You know, you help them out at, you know, a very, very discounted fee, if anything, you know, if they don't have anything to offer, don't ask for anything. But more and more times, a lot of times people make cold, calculated decisions that are not the ethically correct thing to do. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? They should, it's just business. I'm not out here to be charity. I'm out here to make money. I'm out here because I need to provide and they justify it to themselves. And, and don't get me wrong. Here's the thing. If you're a business owner, I'm a business owner too. I completely understand valuing your time. I completely yeah. understand that aspect of it. But at the same time, where's the focus? Right. Making Where, is the focus on helping people or is the focus on getting that paper? Well, and, and what good does the paper do you? If you, well, just like the book, good book says, you know, what good is it? What does it do a man? I'm probably going to paraphrase and butcher this, but what good is it that a man gains the world, but loses his soul? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, how many times has business and money ruined relationships among family members? Here's a pro tip Uh. with your loved ones. You should never, ever loan your loved ones money. Don't ever loan your loved ones money. If you have, if they, if people are in need and you need to help them out, gift them money. Right. If Don't they expect feel, anything back. If they feel obligated to pay it back to you in some way, uh, let them. But it is not a condition of the gift. Right. Because loaning people money is the quickest way to destroy relationships right and because the again the focus becomes on the money and i think another another toxic thing of that whole it's just business is there are so many people out there that feel obligated and almost threatened to put their job or their income over relationships Mm. you know like i've i've worked with friends that were in management positions over me and they're so terrified of losing their position that i mean and don't get me wrong i mean i try to be understanding in those scenarios if they have to make an unpopular decision i try to understand all of the reasons for it and i don't judge however if it's just straight up out of fear of retaliation and fear like well i don't want to lose my job i don't want to get in trouble i don't want to blah 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 instead of just rationally thinking it out and going well i trust this person this person has never steered me wrong. I have an interpersonal relationship with this person. They're willing to throw that friendship and that relationship away. Now, I'm not saying that that's a tricky, slippery slope. I'm not saying that, you know, you should let nepotism rule your decisions. However, I'm saying that you shouldn't let fear of possible retaliation damage a relationship with someone that you care about. And at the same time, another Going back to how money is a trap. Money is a trap that the powers that be use to keep you stuck where you are. Absolutely. So the fear of not being able to provide for yourself keeps you in a job you hate. Or the fear of 
not being able to keep up with the Joneses keeps you in lifelong debt or all of these things. But like, you know, you will be provided for. That's yeah. another thing the good book says. You will be provided for. Don't let that fear of bad things happening because you lose your job stop you from doing the right thing. Now, not saying quitting your job is the right thing to do, but if especially if you're having to compromise your moral values absolutely for your job, that that's unacceptable because you that's shouldn't. That's how we have so much bad shit going on in the world today. And that's because that's... people compromising their moral values for that money. Now, they could have very good reasons to justify it to themselves. Like, hey, I have to take care of my family. Right. But again, that's the trap. Right. Well, and you know, honestly, it's it's a trap. It's a it, it is absolutely a trap. I was actually uh, reading uh, a bit of a rant of a guy. I can't remember the author, but. Uh, I'm going to also probably very poorly paraphrase this, but he, he basically mentioned that we've forgotten that the reason that unions formed is because it was a lot better for corporations than us going to their houses and killing them. You know, workers' rights are a thing because back in the day, we all got together and said, hey, boss, uh, 12 hours ain't fair every day, six days a week. We're thinking, you know, five eights or four tens or we're going to burn this shit to the ground. And the only reason that those people in those generations, a few generations back, were able to do that is because they were self-sufficient people. Otherwise, they worked at those factories because they they definitely needed the income, but they weren't in such a financial strapped place to where if something happened to their employment that they were completely hosed, you know what I mean? But just, you gotta remember that the powers that be think they own you because they own the money. They have control of the money. But you gotta remember, the money is not the value. The money is not the wealth. And frankly, they kind of own you if you don't make yourself anything more than than what they're right, paying right, you to right. be. But like again, you're focusing on the money. That's why you think that they own you. That's why they think that they own you. Exactly. Focus on what really matters, which is the quality of life of the people around you and how you can improve that. So, At the same time you improve your own exactly and, I, and I what really improves your life is both skills and things that things that uh are useful right yeah i don't know how to put it in any better way but that's just like so what you're saying is form a union learn a <laughs> trade no i'm not a fan of unions lynch your local politician because the problem with unions is Burn the side to the they ground. They got a they got a hold of the unions too because the unions <laughs> they totally are, did, man. The the unions want their their cut too now. It's like well, what was it like the recent union strike where they wanted holidays off with the railroad and Biden basically made it illegal for them to strike about that? Like that's right, pretty much like, how they fixed. Like that's not a union anymore, dude. <laughs> like, most most union deals benefit the union and not the workers right the union so, is an entity honestly right. dude i i didn't know this until i started looking into it because i'm a tradesman you, you have know, to pay union dues and it's like three or four hundred bucks a month so you, like yeah you, know you make 50 happens, bucks an hour but you still give a lot of it away the, 
the union leaders got together with the the owners of the businesses and the corporations of their industry. They got together and they made deals amongst themselves to fuck over the workers. Almost like politics. Right. Weird. So, yeah, don't don't call me a fan of unions. It's, I, uh, it's almost like right. the love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, weird how, how... It's almost like it compromises people at the high levels to make bad decisions and corrupts them. <laughs> it's almost like there's truth in this book. Uh, this 2,000-year-old book. That's... Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's strange. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I spoiler think... alert for uh, you listeners out there. Uh, we're both Christians. We both uh, Amen. are guided by the, by the Word of God. Absolutely. So... If that uh, turns you off, I'm not apologizing Good. for it. This just isn't the podcast. <laughs> or you know what? Stay, and uh, we're happy to have you. However, we are we are colorful Christians. We we like to use uh, colorful language from time to time. <laughs> we're well, you know, I I, I don't <laughs> pretend. Oh man, yeah that that's a whole another podcast, dude. That's hey, a whole nother podcast right there. Paul used some pretty colorful language oh, from yeah. time to time. Oh, so. yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. I just really feel like I can't get my point across without saying fuck once in a while. You know, it is such a descriptive word. Like, you can't take it it's literally. It's like the Swiss Army knife of English. Yes. It's just, mm, it's, like, <laughs> it's got that k at the end. It's like, ugh. It's just. Now, now, using overly profane, you know, that's not what we're about. But once in a while, yeah, we pop a little language in there. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not this uh, pedestal-sitting, holier-than-thou, bogus. Uh, maybe we're justifying it, but you know what? It just means that whatever. it works in progress, bro. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm... <laughs> Um, I got bigger shit to worry about oh, than dude. my language, frankly. Yeah, like World War Three, that's gonna be fun. And uh, Lord has not put it on my heart to to stop swearing. Nah. Perfectly honest with you. I mean, so. like like when I'm at my kid's school, I don't. But you know, sure, I do censor myself for yeah. the company I'm around. Yeah, but I mean, I work a blue collar job, so <laughs> most of the time, the company I'm around is worse than i am, oh so. man i can think of three off the top of my head that we frequently interact with that are uh, and, you, and you know what god bless them too but yeah now that's uh that's kind of what we're about it's like we're regular dudes we love jesus and uh if you hate that i'm sorry but you know if you can put up with it we're kind of funny too sometimes so going back to the whole money thing i guess the point i just want to emphasize is if you're having money struggles if you got money worries this this isn't going to solve all your problems, but it might might give you a little bit of peace of mind. Just take your eye off the money, which is a lot easier. We understand it's a lot easier said than done. Oh, when for you're sure. Like I've been troubles. drowning in debt before. I've oh, been debt broke. Man. Like I think we've both been there, dude. Much easier said than done, but it's taking your eye off the money and and just going back to the things that really matter. And thinking to yourself, am I being provided for in this moment? And I, I'm sure most of the time the answer is yes. 
And if not, if you're not being provided for in this moment, think of like, how can I be provided for? What resources do I have that I might not be thinking about? Do you have anybody who can help you out in a moment of need? Well, and and again, don't be too proud to ask. Right. And that's, that's another reason that we say, learn a trade. Make yourself valuable to break free from that. Become someone who has, who is an asset, you know, like livestock, someone that is a renewable asset, you know, because that will insulate you from trouble. But your friends and your family are assets too. Like we should help each other when in times of need. Actually, exactly. And that's why you should let your convictions rule you instead of money. Yeah. And if you have more than you need, the man just search out ways to to help others I uh, my favorite quote i've heard about that is when you find yourself with more food on your table don't build a higher fence build a longer table yeah and oh, i, I really like that yeah. concept which again is easier said than done when the you know you got to turn the news off first because i i think just boiling it down the real the real value the real wealth is in like the people around us the community yeah. building a strong community yeah no absolutely i think that's why uh that's why i have such an affinity for small town old school america yeah because i really think there's positive positive things about having a small church community and knowing the people that work at your local grocery store and knowing the the you know lumber mill guy in town and you know, you might not be Sunday dinner friends, but yeah, building that local supply chain, building that local community, having strong relationships with people around you, becoming harmonious and harmonious, you know, turning the news off and talking to your neighbors. That's another thing, dude. People don't talk to their neighbors anymore. I, live Man, in a I don't. I'll be perfectly honest. Like I, I live in an apartment complex. I don't know the name of anybody else in this apartment. I lived in a neighborhood before I moved to the mountains and I knew two neighbors and they went out of their way to really get to know me. And I still don't know. I, I never learned their last names. You know, and it's, it's like, a, yeah, it's, it's a shame that that's kind of the norm right now. Right. I'm, I'm, we are not a, guilty yeah. of perpetuating. Same. That. Hey, honestly, yeah, my emotional batteries are just, I can justify however I want, but yeah, no, we, we, we are also working on practicing what we preach. Understand uh, that. I think we've beat this horse. I think yeah, like I said, we've, we're beating the yeah. horse till it's good and dead. So it's, it was dead when we found it. Whatever. We we're just talking about it. Maybe <laughs> I like beating a dead horse. That's uh, illegal in a few states, I think. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, check out our website. We Absolutely. have a website now: bndcast.com. That's Bravo November Delta Cast.com. I like it. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Peace.